Welcome again to Into the Mash. Good day, sir. Uh, episode 13, Sean. Lucky 13. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this is our last recording for this, the rental equipment. Okay. Um, our previous uh, recording, we were outside. Uh, this was supposed to take place last week, essentially. Uh, I had to do a secondary rental, mainly because of, of the fact that we couldn't get it to actually work with the previous stuff. The monitoring wasn't working. Everything was just going to shit. So, um, the equipment that we've currently got uh, got us through a brewcast, and here we are in the podcast. And so, um, you know, like, what were your thoughts on our on our equipment setup? For it sounded fine to me. Yeah. I mean, it picked up the wind every once in a while, but with the amount of wind we had, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Uh, now, being that I edited what we currently had, if I li- you listen to the raw stuff, yeah. um, you you would more than likely agree with me that you need to learn how to wear a face mi- a mic. Okay. <laughs> so you would have pops every like something would ding something it. Touching it. Something yeah. would touch it. Something would ding it, and you're just and like. So I think uh, I meant said in the podcast that was happening when I had any time I had the hood up. Yeah, you to try and block that. the wind, I would look right, and the mic would hit onto the hood. Yeah, and so. Um, if you compare the two uh, volume levels, like so, like uh, I've got volume animation that's throughout each one of the tracks, yeah, uh, where I, it automatically drops the level and comes back up, or whatever I happen to do with it, and then it'll slowly bring it up and stuff. Um, depending on what we're in, we're injecting, uh, yours constantly, you'll see just it's just yellow everywhere, right? Whereas for mine, there is the only the occasional. There was one where I deliberately pinged it. Yeah, so you uh, left that in. And I left it in, yeah, but I dropped it like half level because it was still wicked oh, loud, yeah. right? So there, there was, there was that. Um, episode thirteen, by the way, is brought to you by us, <laughs> by our, but Irish red, uh, by our Irish red, which is oh, what's in the box? There you go. So, um, still love that fucking smell. The uh, I figured it's Sunday. I didn't go out and grab any yesterday, so uh, here we are drinking more more of the red, which you know isn't a bad thing at all. Try and do a steady pour so it's not mixing up the tube into that. Oh, I see what you're That's saying. What well, I was just gonna sit like this, give you that one, and take this one. Okay. If you want to grab that glass, I have. I've noticed there's a lot of. It's ve- very sediment. Yeah. Yeah yeast cells and whatnot in the bottom of the bottles. So, well, that might be part of our our solution when it comes to the Firmzilla, right? Because that'll all get trapped in the bottom chamber. Right. And I think there's uh, some kind of attachment for the Firmzilla where there's like a a flotation device inside. I got a little bit more than you if you want the last little bit. No, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to drink the last little bit then. Because we have (laughs) another bottle here. I've been mean, getting good at pouring and, and like staring at it, waiting for it to get a little cloudy. Watching and the like, clarity. Yeah, and yeah. then that, that's a... Holy shit. Okay, that's about that's it. That's a pretty good pour. Yeah. There's like little head on this too. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Clink. Yeah, that's still good. <sighs> yeah. I love it. These little uh, pouring trays are coming in handy, too. Mm-hmm. Keeps condensation off the desk. Um, so where were we? With the talking about the No, well, the, the, the podcast review. Uh. Um, 
Yeah, so the, the, there was very little problems when it came to recording. Uh, did have to put the entire setup. The current setup is pricier to, to rent part of it than the previous thing, right? But way cheaper to rent the other part of it than the other one. So overall... So kind of balanced out, like okay. almost almost evenly, right? Uh, give you an idea of what we're looking at here is that... Uh, and unfortunately, your mic today decided to stop working. <laughs> so you're, you're on a jerry-rigged microphone that I happen to have in the house. On your, what do you call this tripod thing, the spider... The little Gorillapod. Gorillapod? Yeah. Uh, so I made a, a, a makeshift mic stand with a Gorillapod and some duct tape <laughs> uh, and hooked up the uh, this this cardioid mic to the... Uh, this is the wireless transmitter? That's the wireless transmitter, yeah. But So we have two of the Apex 370s that we're looking at, right? They uh, they over at uh, Longham Equator, about 70 bucks. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just built a way wish list on on, uh, on Amazon so I could show you, but we're looking at the X5 U3 wireless microphones. Those are 275 a piece, um, and there's no getting around it. We need at least two of those. Wow. Okay. I have, however, upgraded the wish list from the current Focusrite Scarlet. We're currently using the 2i2, which is two input to output. Okay. This is the 4i4. So there are there's six plugs in the back of that one, um, instead of the two plugs that are in, in the back of the one that we currently have, right? And those are the standard That's, audio. Jacks. So it's expandable to more people to be involved in the yes. conversation. Yeah, and so we could take um, a standard guitar uh, patch cable, that, that oh, yeah? type of cable that okay. plugs in the back of these. Nice. Where now you could t- you can actually plug in through the front of it too. Um, the the uh, what, what do they what do they call those um, uh, XLR cable, right? Because okay. the, the this mic uses an XLR. This one uses an XLR, but that, that to a to a cable. Um, so you can plug that in in the front, or you can plug in the patch cable, right? So yeah, move to that. And even though the guys told me it wasn't possible, um, I figured out how to do it this morning. Where we're only off of one of these uh, uh, monitors. So we're both off of one monitor right now. Right now, the trans we're we're off of one one monitor or the ear monitors. We're off of one transmitter, so both receivers are listening in on the one. So what we're hearing in the headsets right now are linked to the same the same unit. Okay. Okay. So and I don't even have the second one on. Like that. That's how how little it's needed. Mm-hmm. Which is really funny because the second one that it, well, the one that isn't on is the primary unit. That's where the sound comes in for the other one. So it's just passing right through that one. So it's uh, not needed. It not needed. No. Um, so I did find, however, one of these uh, same company who makes it. Sure, right. They, this is the other unit that has that comes with two two packs. Right. Right. And that's fourteen hundred. Yeah. It's. I don't know what it is at, at uh, Long and McQuaid, but we could probably ask to see whether you know get a quote for them for that. Yeah. Um. This is identical price, right? It's three hundred and thirty-nine. That's the Scarlet. That, yeah, that's yeah. it. So that that is the same. They sell this for a little bit cheaper. They sell it for like two seventy. Okay. And these were seventy bucks a piece, right? So two seventy times two, seventy. Uh, yes, yeah, so or seventy times two, uh, and then you've got three thirty-nine, and then maybe fourteen hundred, approximately twenty-four hundred dollars new. Okay. From Amazon. Wow. Okay. 
So um, the goal eventually to set this up simply would be uh, would be twenty four hundred dollars out of whatever uh, funds that we would have for for podcast related stuff in the brewery studio. In the brewery studio, in the, you know, in our way of doing it, yeah. Because uh, other than roadcasts, um, I I would I would have this set up permanently. Yeah. Right. And just be mobile to be able to get some work done around the brewery and. Yeah, and so like whatever you and I could hear each other uh, and still be chatting while actually working at the brewery. Potentially, because it's it's it can be a a noisy environment, right? True. So um, we'll have to figure out what what it's like. We maybe we'll have to do a couple of um, you know broadcasts that are on location. Yeah, which isn't a bad idea. Like I got thinking this morning, we should do like a PA day, right? Go and and like go to different breweries and and uh, you know taste brewery some, tour. Yeah, brewery tours, but like go and taste some pale ales. And I just thought it'd be funny to call it a PA day. <laughs> uh, and then we can go to the the SPA. Sorry, the spa. We can go to the spa. <laughs> I was like SPCA. No, I don't want to talk. Not, not not yet. Um, no, we go to, we go to the spa and get some pedicures while drinking <laughs> some some, uh, some beer. You know, uh, and I think we could probably get it done. Tap out. Um, so that that's that setup. It seems to work really well. Um, unfortunately, after today, we're back to USB microphones and plugged in and stuff. Yeah. So Which I mean, first starting off, we can make it work, and during the brew days, we can pause and drop in a uh, commercial. Uh, whatever. Yeah, and like our first few brewcasts were like that. They weren't terrible. Well, we we did some work, came back, did some work, came back, yeah. and we we were able to to, to sit and chat, but uh, we were still constantly trying to keep an eye on things, right? Yeah. And that's where the wireless part kind of came in handy. Is that we're there now. Mind you, it wasn't very loud to begin with. Now, we were working with, with direct mics for that. Yeah. Uh, the USB ones are like the mic you have, so it will pick up a lot of ambient noise. Right. Um, so I know that I'm going to have to probably play with your, your audio input later, kind of, you know, close the nose, uh, noise From today. From today's recording. Because yeah. that fan above us is more than likely spitting out some noise that I can't currently hear. Um. But yeah, beyond that, like I thought the recording went well. Uh, we did kind of run into a problem with uh, length. Cause oh yeah, we were over time. Oh uh, well, I know that a brewing day uh, is four hours because it was two episodes at, like in full length. Yeah. Right. So trying to get a single episode out of that, we have to do at least three hours. Right now. As for uh, when I went to publish, yes, we came across a problem, but uh, according to the people who were helping me out solve that problem, um, we were outputting in like twice the amount of bitrate that we really should have. Like way too much data for what oh, yeah. was necessary? Like, it cuts down the size in, in immensely if I okay. drop the bitrate down, like not just one notch, like in half. Um, like they, the the file size significantly different, hmm. right? Uh, but not only that, but uh, his suggestion is that we also try to just output in mono. Right here, I'm out. I'm outputting in stereo right now, which uh, not like we're getting any benefit from it. It's not really necessary for. Not really, because you and I are out of both ears. 
Yeah. Right? In that case, that's just mono. Like, if you were in one in the left ear and I was in the right ear, I think it would probably give people, a, like, an aneurysm. Um, just seems weird to have somebody talk at the one side of your head and, they, like, and just talking right past you. <laughs> like, playing monkey in the middle voices, with the audio. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't... I'm not really sure how I feel about putting you in the left channel me in the right channel and then just having someone listening to to two different people on beside them it, i think it would play uh, head games plus if anyone's like myself in the you know who kind of changes the uh, the central location of audio in their car and they kind of push it more towards where the driver is sitting okay then you miss everything on you on the right side yeah so like the person on the left is very very quiet because yeah. the person on the right is really really loud in order to make that sound move to that where it's supposed to be um yeah so the uh that wish list is there um i i would i still like the idea of trying to you know ask people for help because you know selling merch is one thing um but it's not why we're doing this yeah. Right. But being able to get where we want to with this is definitely something that I'd like to to kind of you know request of our of, of our fan base. Um, but again, you end up being that guy that like, hey, you know, if you like what you hear, like, share this uh, share this with uh, with all your friends and uh, click subscribe and blah 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 blah. And like, we're not doing that. Like, it, we that's what is done. That's what everyone does. Well, I understand, to but... To try and get a, a base, you need to spread the word. I, yes. Everybody's doing a podcast right now. Everyone's, everyone's doing a podcast. podcast. If you like listening to us and you and you think you know somebody who, who would like to, to, to hear what we have to say, give it to them, right? And then tell them to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't stare into that yet. That's yeah. the box of secrets. Oh. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. That's why there's a towel over top, so you wouldn't see it. Um... Yeah, so uh, definitely, like, tell two friends so that they can tell, they two, tell friends, two friends. And, and, you know, obviously camera we want to get... Camera a, two. Camera one. <laughs> camera two. We want to get a listener base. Um, but that also brings me to uh, the future of what we're doing, right? Let's get back to the future. Get back to the future. Um, so I signed up. I got, I got a, an email message from the, well, the people who run Audrey. Right, Audrey is a network of podcasts. Okay. So basically, you can search for different podcasts out there. Uh, they give you a small list of people who are like you and you know within the same genre, and then you can start searching for more. Um, like, what is this? Dead drunk. The dead drunk is a true crime podcast. Three girls drink signature cocktails are inspired by the cases that they cover. That's kind of cool, actually. Hmm. Um, but then that's where I came across um, the, a, a gentleman down in Chicago. Uh, his podcast is Beer in Front. Okay. Right? And his name is Dave Zelatoris. Um, his podcast lengths... Uh, they they are about ten minutes, like ten minutes in, in length. It's just him and a mic and a beer. Uh, he's still really funny. In those ten minutes, he he doesn't really de- like dig into things, but man, is he fucking funny! Oh yeah, I haven't. I like you sent this link to me, but I haven't heard any of it yet. Okay, so uh, start from the from the beginning. Like I said, it's only ten minutes a piece, mm-hmm. but uh, he's got like twenty episodes at this point. Um, so, but yeah, it it's pretty fucking funny. 
and um, so I'm the, the whole purpose of this is that you communicate with with these people in the network maybe do some cross promotion maybe do some you know so, some in, in, you know, in, uh, interview build, stuff build a community yeah essentially that's what the whole purpose is it right is get you know so you give them a little uh, bio about what you guys do and this is a Audrey is a publisher uh no they are just a network okay right so Audrey is just you sign up for the network you get connected through the network I'm not really sure how they make money yet right that's kind of the question I was getting at is yep. what's in it for them uh, I think what we should do is uh, at some point record a quick trailer between who you are and who am I okay. who am I who am I <laughs> who I am who this beer hit me quick apparently <laughs> did we get a final gravity on that we tried <laughs> But did we calculate? Like uh, we took a reading, but I don't think we... Well, what, what was the, the reading? It was like uh, 1. Point, uh, 1.1? 1.01, but I don't have the previous sheet, though. That's the other thing. 1.01. Was it 1.01? Really? It was... It can't be 1.01. There's no fucking way. That the brings final. us to like an, an, a potential alcohol of like 10 to 13. No. What's the original gravity? Do we know that? This is my book, That's not yours. That's book, yeah. I should have brought that. Let me see. There's your chart. Here's your sign. Blue collar. It is one f- fantastically tasty beer. I'll give them that. Th- those guys who brewed it are geniuses. So I wanna I wanna say our original was between one point zero four five and one point zero five. Okay. And our final is about one point zero one. So it's pro- it's like four point six to five point three. Um, alcohol per volume. Okay, hold on a second. What one point zero one? Uh oh, here. Okay, so I'm looking at the wrong side. That's why. Okay, I was looking at the OG, and I'm like, 1.01 isn't on this list, so maybe he means 1.1. No, we were not that high. Yeah, okay. So if that's, yeah, I'm looking at the chart wrong. Um, anyhow, so Audrey, uh, it, you know, network. Yeah. We'll see what we can re- reach good. out to some people. We'll, we'll make a, a quick little thing uh, so that they can listen to it. Right. Apparently, you know, no longer than 180 seconds, so we can definitely like, hi, I'm this guy. <laughs> I promise I'm not an alcoholic. Make but it I fucking super. love beer. <laughs> fuck um, dandelions. Yeah, fuck that. My mug. <laughs> it arrived. <clears throat> <clears throat> yep. Got some pictures of my mug. Uh, I just happened to be wearing a shirt that matched the color. So that wasn't a, a I, shirt from no, the store. I I don't know. I I was I own that shirt already. Yeah. Yeah. And the fuck dandelion shirt? Well, no, I don't have a fuck dandelion oh, okay. shirt. There's not even a fuck dandelion shirt in the store. No, it's just the mug. Just the mug and, and the, the socks. socks. Mug okay. and the socks. Um, yeah, but I just happened to be wearing that shirt when it arrived. So I took the picture and I'm like, oh, they match. Perfect. And then had I had the socks, <laughs> right, where the socks, the shirt, and the mug, and they all match, man. Standing next to a lawnmower. Standing next to a lawnmower. But I, I uh, took a, a fancy pic so that uh could put it up there um but yeah i was so happy when that mug arrived because it, it wasn't as it wasn't as long as i thought it actually was it was approximately a month the delivery time yeah but like the turnaround on it was just a you know long enough for me to start getting Turn upset there was no information 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, other than that, um, the uh, we we have to pick a brew, eh? Our um, I thought we did. Well, we I didn't write any anything into the the document, but um, our hop to it is in the secondary fermenter. Oh, okay. So you swapped it already? Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Okay. So that uh, means that it stays in the second fermentation until the twenty eighth. Okay. Um, I was gonna say. I think we did it slightly differently. When we added the hops at zero, we added it to the cooled wort. But I think it's supposed to be in the hot wort. You know what I mean? Because the heat works on the alpha acids in the hops to add flavor. But we added the zero time hops. So I think that's just a, a dry hop. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm, I don't know if it's going to affect the flavor. Or See, the, we'll find. We out. didn't write that down the first time, right? But the first time, I'm pretty sure because we were cooling it in the Brusilla, so we just added the hops loose while it was circulating and cooling. Okay. In the Brusilla. So, but this time we're going through the counterflow and we put the hops into our fermenting bucket. So it was all cold hops that were going in with the, or all cold wort going in with the hops. The first time, the zero time hops. So you're, what you're suggesting is that we should have, um, we should have put that sock in the hot side. Yeah. And we, I, I didn't consider it at the time. I just yeah. figured it, put it where it's going to steep the longest. Yeah. But the temperature is is a big factor in how the hops work and how the flavor gets into the wort. Okay, so there is a potential mess up there. Mess up or just change slightly change different. Change of recipe. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a it's yeah. never a fuck up. It's only a change in recipe. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so we'll we'll pay attention to when we taste it and see if we think it's any different than the original. Okay. It's tough to compare because we didn't save any of the original. No, that's true. Speaking of which, I have two bottles of the red left. Okay. They're both being saved. So you're not getting any okay. more bottles from me. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. We have uh, six of these. So okay. I have three of these and Katie has three of these. Okay. So one of those we need to save for the 22nd? The, this upcoming Wednesday. Okay. Can we steal one of those for Wednesday? Of course. Okay. Uh, the other two bottles I'm saving because they for were the time? for the glass bottle for time. Yeah. The glass yeah. seemed to work out better than the plastic. Okay. A lot of the plastic, I find, it's sludgy. Okay. But with the sludge being an issue, like you said, the firmzilla and eventually kegging, so we can eliminate as much of that as possible, because mm -hmm. it sucks. Well, mom was interested in the red, oh, so yeah. I told her I'd save her. So. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep those bottles in, in my, you know. My, my eventual office. I don't want to call it the downstairs kitchen because it's half of a kitchen at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. That reno is kind of on hold until I know what, what I'm doing about it. But uh, I've got. That's where I'm keeping my my beer in in, in the meantime, without without it being in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like my my beer cellar. It's the coldest room I have in this in in this basement. Yeah. Uh, not not including in here, but I didn't think it'd be safe in here. 
Why? What's in there? In that closet? Uh, there's the water shutoff valve and behind the oh, shower okay. and whatnot. Right. I just, I just don't... I figured it'd be safer in that room back there. Um, okay, so we... We bottle on the 29th. What day is the 29th? 29th <sighs> is Wednesday. So why is the 28th listed here? That's not right. 20... This Wednesday is the 22nd. We can't bottle the, the hop to it on the 28th. That doesn't make any sense. Why, why is it saying that? Yeah, we bottle two two days, like one right after each other. The Golden Stout is bottling on the 29th? How does the hop to it get bottled then, too? Oh, what's that, the, where's the the twenty second? Are we bottling something this this Wednesday? This should be the no second fermentation should be the stout. We just bottled the Hefeweizen, right? The fifteenth we bottled the Hefeweizen. Yeah, and this should be the twenty second because this is oh this is listed as two here. How long does this go in first fermentation for? One that, week. Oh no. The Golden Stout? Golden Stout. Well, Change that, because it's already in second. It's already in second, right? Yeah. So this should be one. So that's... Yeah, that's that more like fixes it. it. Yeah. So second fermentation was on the 15th. We right. bottle it on the 22nd. Right. Now, if that's the case, this should be a one... To taste the Hefeweizen? To taste the Hefeweizen. Because then, the, if you notice, these numbers kind of cascade should, this yeah, way. Yeah. So, the hop to it changes up a bit, though, because of that 0.5. I think and the then total for time should be the same, though. Yeah. Right. It's still two weeks. Yeah. So, here, if the Golden Stout is in the bottle for uh, that 29 cascades down, this should be a 29, not a 28. We'll just do it on that date. Right. Like, technically, if I change this to a 1.5 to a 1.6, it should automatically change it properly. Okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, that that's the Wednesday. 28th is a Tuesday. Right. So we got the 15th cascading all the way down this way. Right. The uh, Our hop to it. In the primary fermenter, I had to keep adding um, sanitizer into the bubbler because it was blowing it, blowing the liquid right out of it. <laughs> the whole pop was bubbled, the top lid was bubbled up, and there was like sludge coming up through the the bubbler. Uh, that the hop to it, yeah, was killing the primary or the secondary. The primary. There's plenty of room in the primary, though. It was still that that active. Holy shit! Yeah, it couldn't it couldn't, couldn't bubble out fast enough. Wow. How much pressure is that? Um, I'll change that to a one because I want to keep a week afterwards. Uh, okay, so that means that we are bottling something on the twenty second. We're bottling the stout on the 22nd. Okay. Okay? Yeah, that sounds Do we have enough bottles? Because <sighs> the Hefeweizen made it into all of those Grosch bottles plus more. I had to go and pick up more bottles just to bottle those Hefeweizen. Okay. 
And then we're going to have to probably get two more cases of these glass ones. Okay. Can we start moving into growlers? Sure. Because if we go into the glass growlers, we can at least put more in them. Something like the Golden Stout is more of a, a shared drink anyhow. This is not like a, I'm going to drink a, a Golden Stout, then drink another one, then drink another one. Yeah. Right? At least the growler, you can you can fill a couple of glasses out of one. Like, we're getting two glasses out of a liter. Out of the one liter, yeah. I'm wondering if it's just a single serving, then do we put it in a half, the the 500 mils? Because we have a bunch of those bottles still. Right. Plus, that's the other thing that I found, though, is I I would like to be able to to share some of this stuff and not have to worry about the liters or the the glass bottles. Just give them away and not worry Give them away and not worry about them. And and I would be more comfortable doing that with the smaller ones. Yeah. Right? So, obviously... So, they have their purpose. They do. Yeah. So I think we should at least fill maybe six, right, for right now. Yeah. Uh, always fill six of the small ones and then fill everything else so that we can share stuff, right, get people's opinions on it as well as ours. Because yeah. you and I liking our stuff is great. We are biased. Very much so. Um So, the Hefeweizen in first tasting is next Wednesday as well. That's good. Right? So, we taste the Hefeweizen, bottle the Golden Stout, um, and it's already in second fermentation. Like the we EPA. Early. Yeah. So, it should have been done second this this upcoming, but we do it early. Believe in the second fermenter. Because it's, it's in there early and just yeah. leave it for, Absolutely. for the, the following six weeks. And then everything else still cascades appropriately. So were we recording when we were bottling the Hefeweizen? No, we weren't. So while we were doing that, we were talking about, because I'm, I'm like moving my cell phone flashlight to each bottle to see where it is filling. And you sent me some pictures. You were working on a, a, I, a lighted, a lit, lighted, uh, a lit box. It's called the bottle bin. Right. Uh, it's not my design. It's actually a patented box. Oh, it's actually out there? Somebody else. I bought it at Noble Grape. Oh, okay. They went through Dragon Den, their Dragon's Den, to, to, to pitch their, their bottle bin. It normally fits wine bottles, but I have made the bottle bin 2.0. No, sorry. Bottle bin filling station. Okay. okay. Do you want to go through uh, the, the, the goodie bag? Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's do that. Let's do talk want, about do it. Want, do you want to start with the uh, the bin, or do you want to start all the way in? I got we'll, empty. We'll, some we'll, of we'll it. get to it. We'll okay. get to the bin. So, we had a problem with proteins. Look at the size of this oh, mesh yeah. screen. Perfect. Uh, I figured it's about the diameter. And that's that's normally what a splash guard for for cooking a, pasta. For a, yeah, for for a uh, yeah. frying pan. Okay. So that's looks small enough to fit in the Brusilla. Yeah, and skim. If we have to modify it, I think we can still do so by yeah, flattening one a, end. Give it a convex. Uh, no, no. I was just thinking of we we actually just like bend it from around here, going f- straight down. So we unclamp it from the one side, may you know, uh, unhook the mesh, bend this straight down, so we have a flat side. So we we can do it that way as well. So either we scoop in on the round part, or we have a flat side to scoop around the oh, edge. Okay. If we if we have to. As long as this fits in the opening of the Brazilla, you could just kind of... You could probably spin it as well, yes. just hit the mic. You know, so I was thinking that. So, got the protein skimmer, okay? 
I've got some new multi-purpose clips. Oh, yeah, that'll come in handy. Right? Got them plastic. I figured uh, as long as they're not being scratched or anything, those can just kind of clip everywhere. Yeah, and we can uh, sanitize those easily. Yeah. Got a nice little rubberized mat for our uh, for putting shit down on the counter. Okay. Right, or the tabletop. Right, so if you had like a bottle brush like this. Oops, sorry, that's backwards. If you had a bottle brush like this. Right. Then it doesn't drip everywhere. It drips in the little fucking silicone tray. And it's not in contact with a dirty tabletop or something. Absolutely, and that cool. can be sanitized as well. And a bottle brush. And a bottle brush, which doesn't fit this bottle at all. Really? <laughs> the 750 mil doesn't fit in. <laughs> doesn't go in. <laughs> <laughs> so when I bought this, I was like, that's a great idea. I'll buy one. Push harder. Yeah, and then, so that didn't work. Um, however, this little tiny one does. Oh, there you go. But it's just for scrubbies. And it, it doesn't have a, a tip scrub. It just has the side scrubbing. So if we had to scrub something so in the neck of the bottle or something, you can't. There's ones that you can get that have like a, a strip of cloth attached to it. So you push it all in, connect it to a drill, and drill, and the, the cloth spins and washes the edges. Yeah, I'd love to watch a glass bottle explode from something like that. So if we can make let's that do happen. Let's, Slow let's mo video happen. of that. So... That is the silicon, sili- silicon no silicone, silicone tray, and two cleaning buds. I saw this little fruit bag. I figured this would be nice for when we're doing something in the, uh, you know, uh, s- steeping in the, the second fermentation. Sure. Right. Another nylon bag. This one's got to, it's the medium size. I was like, I'll oh, pick that up. Why not? Yeah. We can fit that in the bottle top. And yeah. But while I'm on that subject, I stopped talking. And pick up some more socks. Muslin bags. Yeah. Cool. So a bunch more socks. Uh, figured why, you can't have enough we'll socks. We'll use them. They, they tear fairly easily. So so more socks. I'll put the socks in the bag. Actually, I'll put everything in the bag. It's a better idea. Because it's a carrying thing. Um, oh. Now, getting into... Measuring spoons. Oh, it's the Martha Stewart line of measuring spoons. Um, so you support criminals? I do, <laughs> but only ones that smoke up with uh, with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um, yeah, great. there. I also bought some plastic ones yeah. first because that's the ones I found, and I was like, but I'm really helping for stainless steel, so because they're easily washed. And Martha Stewart's. And Martha Stewart's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I saw these. I'm like, fuck yeah, those are purchased. That's a win. And another stainless steel object is our rehydrating tray. Oh, there you which go. Which is normally a spoon holder right. for when you're cooking. Or a soup spoon. Yeah, or That's a soup massive. spoon. Right, so That's we huge. take some sample off there. Yeah, got a little so dirty bows. One of those or two of those? One of these. One of those for the Irish moss? One of them for the Irish moss. The other stuff we, we can just put in there as well, technically. Yeah, true. Right? Just hydrate together. the two of them together. Um, unless there's something bad about doing that. We'll learn that in school. Sure. For um, now, it hasn't been a problem. We've yeah. done the uh, yeast nutrients dry into the five gallons. So, All right, sir. It's worked out. The <laughs> bottle bin, which even says bottle bin on the it side. It says bottle bin. Okay. So, again. Quiet phone. Um, USB cable. Yeah. I'm going to put this on my chair so you can come over and take a look. Okay, so you... Yeah, at least okay. your mic is wireless. So, uh, you put this together, or this is the so, bottle bin? So the bottle bin is separate, okay? 
bottle bin is separate from everything else. Um, it comes with the this cardboard separator, and I thought pouring liquids with cardboard separator that's a bad idea. So I bought some Leak Seal, and I sprayed the uh, the, <laughs> the separator. So now it's all rubberized coating. Awesome. Right, which is what the little white flecks are. Now it doesn't work as well for these, so you can't really do the center ones with this one because it doesn't fit very well in the one liter. I see. But, but it fits a 750 pretty well. It fits a 750 perfectly. Now, the lighting in there is just low enough that's below the neck that you'll be able to see what you're doing. And at the top is where you need to see it the most. Absolutely. When you finish the pour. Now, originally I had this a little higher up. I was like, no, that's not going to work. Um, and I also originally um, had bought the lighting strip at Dollarama. Four bucks for the strip. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And it was too short. And then I went looking for a second one. And I couldn't find it. <laughs> Shit. So I gave that one to Sam. Sam and needed a lighting strip for his room? Yeah, just for him behind his desk. Okay. Now, get that off my phone. Um, so I figured one of the things that you might like is that I can do this. You can change the... <laughs> So th this lighting strip is uh, on, on my network of devices, like and a psychedelic brewery. And you can control it with with uh, Amazon Echo <laughs> and with uh, the Google Home. But you also control it with the uh, little touchpad over here. Oh, okay. Light on, light off. Cool. Well, we can try that on Wednesday. Yeah. So that is the. The uh, bottle bin, I don't know who makes the bottle bin, it's just this big big fucking plastic thing, it's made in Canada, and then I drilled some holes, put a lighting strip in there, and sprayed the, uh, the cardboard with rubber. So the light wasn't part of this bottle bin? No. So what, is it, what makes it a bottle bin? It holds bottles. So it's a shopping basket that yes. they say is for bottling? Yes. And this, wow. And the only reason I bought it was because it was plastic. <laughs> it was already designed for, for, for holding bottles, and it was plastic, and we're putting liquids. And I was like, we can spray this out, it'd be fine. Yeah. The cardboard boxes we currently have are kind of getting a little water damaged. A little bit. The bottoms are getting a bit uh, weak. Yes. And so, avo to avoid a failure of that, and have to have to tra you know, chase down a new box every fucking week, a plastic one. For Makes our, sense. Just for our filling, right? We can store them in the cardboard boxes. Yeah. But for, for filling, I think the, the plastic works well because we can just spray that out afterwards. Yeah. I like that. It's a... We'll probably find out it works well. But I think we were texting about this yesterday. You had another idea. Yeah. But uh, the only reason I went with what I had here was because you'd end up having to put the light down beside the bottle, then f put the filler inside the bottle. That wasn't... No. That wasn't the idea. You wanted to put the filler and the light in the bottle? No. Okay. I want the filler. So, you know the old school, like, pen cat, pen pocket holder thing that comes off? This little clip that fits around. So, I want to clip onto the filler hose yeah. an, a, a rod so it will slide outside the bottle while the filler, hold, the filler goes inside. Yes. And up that whole strip along the outside of the bottle is light. Our pointing, lights. Pointing into... The yes, and we could still try that with the light strip that I got from Sam. Yeah, just having like a PV, like a clear PVC or ABC tube. Yeah, and put that beside the the, the thing. But 
when you get a, a height difference of this and this, right, it has to go all the way to the bottom for that, which means that this thing has to be able to, to modulate the, the, the height difference. Yeah, so if it clips onto the hose... Well, basically what you're looking for is like a, a two, two C-clips back-to-back. One to clip onto the light, one to clip onto the hose, so that you can slide one in the up and down the other one, right? That okay. way they're completely modular. Yeah. Right? Or, if, or if the... Because our, our auto siphon, we either put the bottle filler attachment on or we just leave a straight hose. Yes. If there were a bottle, bottle filler attachment that were longer and you could just have it always up there and then whatever, anything shorter, it would work fine. Uh, true. So the only problem that, uh, that I had with this was that the light has to have power. And all of them that i found so far are some kind of USB. If it was that's not that. that's not the problem. It's it's for the sake that the USB plug is usually fucking, you know, it's flimsy, flexible mm-hmm. movement, and so you're constantly trying to use it, and the light would go out. And you're like shit, and you're just like playing with that. So now yeah. your concentration is filling the bottle, the level of the water, the, the beer, and the light. So I'm picturing something battery powered that you don't have sure. to worry about any cords or anything. It's just. We, we can find a battery, like a USB battery pack, like with like a 1800 milliamp hour battery pack, just plug that in. Yeah. Right? But again, you're still concentrating on where the light is and everything else. The, the only reason I, I stuck with this solution was you turn it on, the lights are fucking on. You close the bottle, you pull it up, put a new bottle in. Yeah. Right? I'm just picturing the light going along with, with, with the movement yep. you're, you're taking, and it's something that's easily sellable in every home brewery this is not sellable you're absolutely right right. it's just something that here's a box of these at your at the checkout like hey that might be useful for three bucks i can get that if that's the case then um doing something that is not a light strip but an actual light source so like a button cell battery just to a little led light but you have to then have to have like on some kind of like articulating arm kind of like the way this mic handle is Mm -hmm. so you can angle that the right way that just clips onto your filling hose. But it's got to be completely waterproof so that you can just throw it in the sanitizer, pull it out, put it on your your, siphon, your uh, auto siphon. All you'd need to sanitize was would be like where it clips on. It's not that none of that's going into the no, bottle. Any, any chance of, of contaminating the top, like the mouth of the bottle, yeah. you want to try to avoid while we're yeah. doing this. That's why the bottles completely were submerged in the, the sanitizer and everything else. So, but if, so if an arm is outside running... Like and it happens to have dust in it or something, and it traps and it yeah. falls in, right? But you need light. You're saying not a light strip to light up the whole height of the bottle? Um, it's possible, but it's got to be 5 volt for sure. Those All those light strips are 5 volt. Okay. So, like, we can cut off a, ch- a segment of the lights that we currently have and run some kind of button cell to see if we can get 5 volts out of it, out of the button cell. Okay. And see if we can light up that strip. If that's the case, then we just encase that into some kind of plastic tube mm. that can sit on some kind of articulating arm still so you can put it in the right position. Well, I don't even know, because you're talking about articulating like your, your microphone right now. It's just got to hold its position. Yeah. And you just put it in a position that stays there. But I don't... That's not what I'm thinking. You just want something that sticks I want it to. I want it to... It'll, it'll kind of go in tight together as soon as it gets either side of the opening of the bottle the this one just kind of rolls along the outside and is is almost like pinching the two 
and there's light coming off of it into the inside the bottle. Mm -hmm. And you can see that as the water, as the liquid rises up, and then you pull up and go to the next one. Okay, like uh, like like those chopsticks that we have for the, for the kids. Like it's got to have some kind of springability to it. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, yeah. it's just gonna snap. Right. Right. So we have like some some kind of connector that's got a spring arm or something. Yeah. Either way, it's articulating, right? Okay. That's all that that is. is it, it's it's holding its position. For See, you, I was, it's sliding its way down the outside of the bottle. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking that like you were saying like your microphone. I was thinking you were trying to direct it just here. Uh, well, no, but the the light bar. If we can do that, then it can sit here. Right. So as you slide it down, it's here. Right. Right. So it doesn't need to go all the way down. Exactly. It just needs to be near the, the neck of the bottle. Right. Right. So as long as lower than the neck, of the, the shoulder here. Yeah. And this is the problem. That so I have light up the two. top third of the bottle. The these two bottles have much different shoulders. Mm -hmm. Right. So if they like if this one, if your idea uh, pushes out more out this way, it's going to put a lot of pressure at the top. Right. Where the two are, con are mm -hmm. compressed. But an arm that's flexible enough to sure. take that variance. Absolutely. Uh, I should finish my glass because apparently you're finished yours. It 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 gets easier. Oh, we we had a couple of these last night by the fire. It was quite nice. Nice. Um. So we were talking about the. Are we queued up? Uh. Oh. You you <laughs> you 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 want a light? Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> noise is awesome. I like I like the flip tops much, uh, much more than the screw tops. God, that is, it's just it's such a like a powerful pop. Um. Okay, so we were talking about the Hobgoblin Dark Ale, right? Um. So if we're gonna be doing. The Hobgoblin Dark Ale. Uh, where did that picture go? You, I thought you. Um, I sent it. You to texted you. me, or was it uh, Facebook? Uh, I don't know. We've been back and forth. Yeah, uh, we we need a better way of standard. I think you sent it on Facebook. Thank you, sir. See, this one got more head. I love the little bottle, uh, little bottle, little bubbles. <laughs> Watching them rise. The bubbles. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, it so must have been Facebook. The recipe for um, hobgoblin out of the book. So it, it it's baseball. it's an ale. I'm just gonna call it an ale. Uh, but there it is. If we're gonna be Hobgoblin doing Goblin Dark Ale, White Whitewood, Whitewood Brewing Company. W Y C H W O D. Could be even Whitewood. That's yeah. Uh, Whitewood. Ruby Whitewood. colored English ale delivers a delicious chocolate toffee malt flavor, balanced with rounded moderate bitterness and an overall fruity mischievous character Ooh. so they call that an English ale eh? yes nine pounds of Maris Otter pale ale malt one pound of English crystal malt and then quarter pound of English chocolate malt and then you get into hops 
Fugle. Fuggles. 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 Love that term. Uh, 722-2020. Do we have a fermentation time or no? Hmm. One and one? Probably. Okay. And then we'll do a, I guess, a one and one for bottled. So is this this is where we came across the term the brewing liquor for sixty minutes? We should probably look that up. Yeah, mash the grains at one fifty one Fahrenheit in thirteen quarts of brewing liquor for sixty minutes. Mash out Vorloff then sparge at one seventy to collect six gallons. Well, of wort. Add first wort hops and bring to a boil for sixty minutes, adding the remaining hops as indicated. Cool, aerate, and pitch yeast ferment at 69 degrees Fahrenheit, 21 degrees Celsius (laughs) after fermentation. Hot liquor. Hot liquor is heated brewing water. Liquor being being the traditional name given to the water that will later become beer in the brewing process. So So it's wort. It's water. What? It's hot water. Oh. Heated brewing water. Oh, okay. So it's just water. So the liquor makes wort with the grains. Uh, yes. Okay. So the water does the exact same thing. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So yeah, Vorloff, so can you look that up again? Uh, V O R L A U F. L A U F. Vorloff. Recirculation. So that's what we do. Okay. So, uh, this is why don't use fancy terms when you're passing out your recipe. <laughs> Sorry. Just you be, keep it simple, stupid. Recirculate. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Um, okay. Beyond Hobgoblin. Yes. I was going to ask, maybe we could consider an, a dark stout. Ooh, an Irish stout. Oh, Davy. This this was a link oh. from the O'Davy Irish O'Davey. Red Ale that yeah. we did. This Red Ale, by the way, which is delicious. So, the O'Davy Irish Red had a link to the O'Davy Stout. Okay, it's very simple. Barley, like flaked huh. and roasted, pale malt, right? I don't know minutes. why it is, but I assumed that a dark stout like this, like um. Like a Guinness would be a really heavy grain bill. This is not. But it's nine pounds of barley. Yeah. Hmm. That's not bad. Right. And it's just 60 minutes, ferment for 10 days. Bottle and enjoy. I'm down. So you, you, you'd be up for the, Iri- the Irish stout? Yeah. Okay. So that's our following. So we don't have to do this every episode, right? Uh, it's okay that we can, but... We think of the hobgoblin, then we look at the. No, it's nice to have a a, a plan and schedule for what's going to be made. O'Davies. Uh, O'Davies. And then Irish Stout. Stour. Stour. Uh, I won't put a date on it yet, just to keep so That's we know right. which one we're currently on. Yeah. Right. Uh, but we know that it'll be the following, or we can just move those around if we if we choose. Right. So, an, I didn't say, so an Irish stout, is, is that fermented similar to the English ale and everything we've done so far? Uh, 
it just ten sit. days. Yeah, Matt, you just sit it at at sixty four, which currently everything else is. Like this is this is such an, a a simplistic recipe, that I don't know if we can fuck this up. Not that we've fucked anything up really that badly so far. Just the wheat beers have got stuck. That's yeah. the only issue. And even really. then, I think. Ooh. Pling. Plunk. I hit my own face there for a second. Um, the the stuck mash essentially. Um, yeah, the stuck mash is essentially. It's a, it just kind of slows things down. We still have a boil afterwards. It's not like we're contaminating anything between no. the stuck mash. It's not ruined. It's, it's just a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. It yeah. takes a little bit longer in order to get something done. I don't see an issue with stirring it if it happens again to try and loosen things up. Uh, can we make that decision after tasting the Hefeweizen? Yeah. Because the Hefeweizen was when we did stir it. Okay. So before saying, let's just stir it, let's figure out how... how how much of, uh, or how we feel at least on the Hefeweizen. No, I don't remember. With the Hefeweizen, did we recirculate through the bag, or was that just the Golden Stout? Uh, no, we did them both. Because I know we did it with the APA and the Golden Stout. Yeah. We, we did the recirculation through the bag with the, uh, with the Hefeweizen. Then we, then we, because we did it there, we brought it to the Stout. Okay. Pretty sure of it. We can go back and, and listen Check to the recordings. Our but, um, yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure that we, we did it with that one. See, now I'm second-guessing yeah, myself. Yeah, I think we only did it with the mo- the two most recent brews that we recirculated through the, the bag. Yeah. So that was the Golden Stout Which and the worked APA. Out well, but now I'm wondering, should we technically use such a big bag for that? Instead, like if we have to hop in at that point, just throw them in one of the little socks, and then take tie some it. kind of like t- twist tie or something, yeah, and put it around the uh, the silicone tube, which nobody fucking sells, by the way. Silicone tubing? Not and not at that um, inner diameter. Oh, so shitty. Noble Grape up in uh, uh, Dartmouth didn't have any either. Hmm. Well, you could always, uh, I don't know, maybe zip tie under the handle and let it kind of dr- drop drip. But if it's going to wick like hang over stuff did, yeah. we're going to have a problem, right? Because it's just going to pull whatever's it, it, you know, in there out. So lay the spoon across the top and tie it to that. Yeah, we can do that Something too. like that, because I don't know if we want to tie it to the, the silicone tube and restrict it. Well, we don't even the, need to tie. Yeah. We've got those little plastic clips. Just chunk, right? Oh, our uh, little binder clip. Pinned, well, yeah. we've got these clips. That's right. <laughs> the, the new ones that I just bought. Um, there's like 20 of them there. Um, so yeah, uh, oh, Davy Stout. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, "Oh my God, that's so that's so easy." So I figured I'd bring it to your attention. The second O Davies. Uh, normally, I like stouts more in the fall and winter time. Yeah, it's a it's like a hearty meal in a cup. Uh, but I figured if this sits for a while, this would be something I definitely wanted to grow. Save for the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and if we could get our hands on some actual oak barrels, like whiskey barrels. <laughs> that would be another thing. So we, well, we have the bourbon chips. We have the bourbon chips, but I, I'm not talking about like steeping yeah. with like with that. I mean just actually storing in an oak barrel. Let it finish in the barrel. Just let it sit there and have a stout that's like 
two years old or something like that. Could you imagine how amazing that would fucking taste? I wonder if it would, if there's a, a time limit on fresh beer. Like, is it still good? Some some beer ages better than others, I'm sure. But that's just something we need to be educated on. Hey, Siri. How long can you ferment a stout for? Okay. I found this on the web for how long can you ferment a stout for. Uh, if you're just going to do the search, I might as well do the search. Fuck off. You're a horrible assistant now, Siri. You're fired. Man, you're going to hate when Skynet rises. <laughs> hate it. I'm not going to be you're around gonna for be. <laughs> it. They're, they're going to take me out. I treat their, their minions like shit. Um, okay, so that is the... Uh, that That's our next brew selections. Um, yeah, we... How far are we into the show here? We're almost an hour into wow. the show. Tell you what, let's take a quick break. I, I gotta go uh, talk to a man about a horse. And uh, and then when we get back, uh, we, you know, I've got to, I, I want to talk to you, in re- talk to you, not about a horse though. Oh yeah. All right. So we'll be right back. Talking is easy, but it does make you thirsty. So buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com/mashbrewcast. Uh, and we're back. Welcome. God, that is the ugliest fucking mic stand I've this, ever seen. Yeah. The asshole who fucking built that needs to be shot. It works. It gets the job done. Sure. I think it could be a little closer to your face, though. I was wondering if maybe... maybe Can if you we, hear me uh, now? If we duct tape it to your chest. <laughs> Just like that? Yeah, it kind of looks like a face hugger. Right? From Alien? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, before we get into the, the the topic of what the fuck's going on in the world right now and how fucked everybody is, um, the uh, what, what did I what was I bringing up? The Twitter. The Twitter. So yeah, no, that before ads. before we get into Twitter though, um, what what the hell did I want to talk about? I don't remember. Our mobility. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Because uh, we we were chatting and I didn't want to leave it in the hallway. Um, when we do something like a roadcast, I will probably rent one that H4N, H6N, whatever. The Scarlet? No, no, that that's the Scarlet. Oh, the one we had before. Oh, the little okay. two little Mikey things. Yeah, yeah. I would rent one of those for our mobile stuff, and I just edit it, put it all together. Okay. Okay. It makes way more sense to do all that to try to get this whole rig together. Are we going to be doing any more roadcasts? Well, we did the one. Uh, it was mainly when we're uh, really got in the car or whatnot. Like, I can set this whole thing up in the car. I've got one of those uh, uh, DC to AC converters. Yeah. Right? Is that right? No, AC to DC. No. Well, I've got a plug in the truck. That too. <laughs> so We don't that. always have to take your truck either. That's <laughs> it. Um, I like my truck. I know you like your truck. So much that you want to get rid of it. Well, Speaking of which, did you see? Have you seen the Ranger as an option? 
The Ranger? Yeah, the Ford Ranger. There's uh, They've re-released that, haven't they? They have. Um, it's a little bigger than the old ones. Because the old ones used to be like a Chevy S10, right? Yeah. Like, I'm comparing a truck to another truck. Like, it's... <laughs> you know what a Chevy S10 looks like? No. Well, then you're shit out of luck. That's the one that people would typically lower and make yeah. it look all yeah, they, flashy. So back shit. in the 90s, when it, when it, was, it was a tiny-ass truck. Yeah. Right? It's no longer a tiny-ass truck. It's a smaller truck. Probably a quarter ton at most. But uh, there's a couple of different models out there. So we're talking the Ranger? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I know it's it's not a uh, uh, Raptor Shelby. Or Shelby. <laughs> probably, I assume it would be Shelby Raptor. That sounds better. Right? Uh, you just call it a Shelby, I think. I don't know if that's the same... I don't know. The Ranger, uh, does it have full backseat to it? I don't know. I think we're, we're off topic here. I know. Okay. Well, you were, you were looking at replacing your truck, but here's the other question I have for you. How often does that trailer actually move to the point where you can't just go rent a truck for a day to move that trailer? Like, I understand. It's not a workshop. It's well, no, a workshop it's just... on wheels, but it's not a workshop, right? No. So it has to be able to be moved. But... For your daily vehicle versus how often that trailer has to move, do you necessarily need to own a truck, or could you get to something smaller to kind of you know keep keep your life intact? Well, we kind of talked about that after going to the dealership and just to see what we could get for the truck on a trade-in, right? And it's just so handy to have the bed. Like I pick up soil for the gardens, I pick up mulch for the gardens. I constantly filling the back of that truck with something. Yeah. So it is very utilitarian in that sense. Yes. That makes total sense to me. Like, I, I'm not so suggesting So it's not just you, a towing well, that I need. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you actually get rid of a truck and go to, like, a car. Uh, what I'm saying is, does it have to be that big of a truck with that much towing capacity? Could it be something smaller with a smaller, possibly a smaller bed? You know, it, isn't possible. there like a Hummer out there that has a tiny ass fucking bed? No, that can even fit a, like a yard of. Okay, so maybe because you have a three quarter ton, right? Is that what, or is it a full ton truck? It's an F one fifty, so it's a half ton, right? Half ton, half ton. Yeah. Okay, so going going down to a quarter ton truck, uh, just just size wise, just try to see what you can do. You know financially but in the same case keep doing what you're doing is that worthwhile uh for i mean if we're getting to like fuel economy and a lighter truck it, it may be worth it or diesel uh, is diesel option now or is diesel stupid uh you know what i asked about that because we were I'm bouncing my mic around we were at um with a dodge dealership dodge jeep ram and like those, have you seen those Jeep trucks? Jeep now makes a, a vehicle with a bed on it. Okay. And it's boxy like the Wrangler, but it's got a bed. Gotcha. It has like zero towing capacity. It's it's not. Well, no, no Jeep, no Jeep really does. does. Yeah. Um, the Jeep was it's meant for like rock crawling. It's meant for like it's it. Not power. It's it's meant for kind of stability and and like low end. Low torque yeah, low end torque yeah. yeah. Um, but anybody who, who owns a YJ is like A plus in my books. 
Like, it was by far the coolest fucking vehicle. It ever. was fun. I had so a, much so I had what they called a girly jeep. A girly jeep. Yes. Um, so in in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, Chevy was making their own version that would, as uh, under the Geo name, as well as the Chevy. I think the Pontiac as well, actually. What, what car? Like what? What was it? Um, well, in all of the names, it, it was the uh, the Chevy Tracker. Chevy Tracker. Uh, it oh. looked like garbage. It drove like shit. It's like a smart car with a hatchback cut off it. Yeah, kind of. This, this was the Suzuki... Oh, I forgot about the Suzuki version, too. Suzuki had a version, Geo had a version, Pontiac had a version, and Chevy had a version, okay? <laughs> That's so, cute. The Suzuki sidekick, mine was, mine was a ragtop like this. Mine was white with purple-tinted side windows wow. and a pink and purple stripe on the side, and they, they mocked me calling it the girly jeep. But I miss that thing. <laughs> well, depending on where you go, even like a Jeep Jeep, a Jeep Wrangler is a girly car. A little bit, yes. Yeah. The, there, there, there's only a few manly Jeeps that I that I kind of could say, yeah, that's a, that's a guy's Jeep. Every other Jeep other than that girl. Yeah, but then uh, a girl driving that Jeep, that guy's Jeep... Uh, yeah, definitely throws a wrench into things. You're like, well, I expected this to be a guy. Why aren't you a guy? <laughs> like, you're driving not, not guys. This is the only thing that guys have left in the Jeep world. Why are you stealing this from us? No. Stop driving the guy, the guy's Jeeps. Um, Stop talking in gendered language. <laughs> um, it's something like this where they... Oh, my God. Yeah, they... No girl in her fucking right mind would put Chevy a, a snorkel kit. No girl puts a snorkel kit on her Jeep. That's okay? not true. Uh, that's You're going to offend girls that put snorkels on their Jeeps. Okay. They're less of a girly girl in that case, okay? I'll give them that. <laughs> right, but a, 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 a pure Jeep girl drives a Jeep for the sake that it's a Jeep. Okay? They don't throw in all the stupid shit that guys do. Like 42-inch fat fucking mutters. Okay. That's a guy thing, right? That's a I'm compensating for my tiny ass penis, right? Look tiny at my, ass penis. My tiny ass penis. Okay. Yeah, it's it's located just between. <laughs> 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 All right. So their their tiny penis is being compensated by by five foot fucking rubber tires. Okay. <laughs> they look like balloons. They don't look like tires anymore. And it's a picture. In, in the picture, we're looking at the guys also on the cell phone and. Not touching a steering wheel while he's driving. Yeah, so um, definitely th there are Jeeps that um, are are very flamboyant. Uh, Here's the Geo Tracker, Jeepish, right? '93 Geo Tracker, Chevy Tracker. This one was the Geo model, painted with Pepto Bismol. Mm. And then you know, it'd be really funny if you're actually scrolling through like pictures of older cars and you find your car. Your exact car. That would have been. That's messed up. If you get that, I wonder if that actually has ever happened to anybody. Where I just I've taken a picture of my car to sell it, but the previous, 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 previous owners are just happened to scroll through looking like I had one of these one time. Holy shit, that's, that's mine. The, that's the one. That's the one. Like, well, what know. was the what was the Ford truck that had the the top came off and your your back your bench seat is open air. The Bronco? Yeah. 
I, I used to like the Bronco. I think that's coming back, actually. They're redoing the Bronco, aren't they? Oh, that, you should totally get one it look, if it looks, looks like that. Like, that looks like a Hummer. If it looks like that, yeah, totally get that. But, uh, yeah, if it doesn't, and it looks like this, the, totally yeah. get that. This, is, this, this thing here, with like the, this is the the compensation kit. Okay, Ford Bronco, <laughs> small penis compensation kit. Eight, 10-inch lift. Yeah, there's giant like... Giant tires. It's three rows of, of truck. Uh, like, there is no actual bed, because right. it's there's more minivan, but with no sliding doors. Right. Okay. Um... Have you considered perhaps wood paneling on the side? Oh, of the, the woody, right? Seventy-eight. Well, here's the other question: Why something new? Why not try to find something old, like vintage, like a vintage Chevy truck? I'm not mechanically inclined enough to maintain. You just need a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it takes nothing to maintain, uh, like a nineteen. Let's say uh, 74, okay, Chevy truck, and it comes up with the 74 Chevy truck. Look at this thing. It looks like the only thing you need is a crescent wrench and a hammer, and you can keep this thing built. Uh... Like, this is the the epitome of farm truck. That's what that is. This screams, I have a farm. (laughs) I like it. Right. It for a farm truck. Yes. This one has been lowered and no. with like the no. fat rims on cancel it. Cancel it. Oh, you sure? How about this one with the no. lowered fat cancel rims? It. This one here looks kind of like the car from uh, Starsky and Hutch. Oh, yeah. It's still a Chevy truck, which the other one was a Ford Torino, but <laughs> it's got a similar paint job. Um, yeah, so you're definitely looking at something new. Oh, no, we're... Not really looking right now. It's not a great time. You're not serious. It's okay, but you can start. You can be looking right. at things and not be serious. No, but we'd like to. We got to get Katie a, an automatic transmission, something. What is the situation with that, by the way? As far as. Well, I understand that the there was a a, a mini. Talked about at some point. Is that still a thing? Is it not a thing or what? No, potentially, but again, everything's on hold right now. True. I get that there's circumstances that are kind of out of everyone's control. Yeah. But, uh... Um, You'll have to talk to your sister about that. Here, here's the funny thing. Is I don't think either vehicle is going to make the trip. If you were to drive your current car up to... Uh, up, up to... Okay, Kitchener-Waterloo-Guelph. Yeah. Right? That car's not going to make the trip without severe damage. I think it'd be fine. It's running. It's running, but I mean, yeah. like, it'll need severe, like, I don't think it'll need, like, you know, surgery, but it's going to definitely need a, a kind of a, a tune-up after the fact. You think so? It's not running right right now? It's running okay, but you're talking about uh, a large amount of uh, kilometers being put on that car, which are, it already has 150,000. Yeah. Right? So that car driving all the way out there in exchange for a vehicle and then drive that one all the way back so that both cars make that long trip. Yeah. It's a potential. But um, uh, I think a better way of doing it would be the half and half. So, <laughs> you know? Trade trade in the middle? Yeah, do like the, the you know, the great Canadian car swap. <laughs> or however fly out and drive back. Uh yeah, but then there's the you there's quarantine. 
I'm not really worried so much about the the aspect of the quarantine in this case. I'm just thinking, there's right now he's got a car that you guys are trying to get your hands on, right? So if you fly out there and take the car, he's got nothing. However, if you fly out there or if you drive out there with a car and you swap the car and drive all the way back yeah. with the other car, then uh, you can do everything out there. Then drive back with your with your new-ish car. New-ish. Right. Yeah. It's new to me. Um, yeah, we'll have to talk to Katie about that. Yeah. See what's going on. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I figured I'd give you a chance to talk about something new you know, happening in your life uh, instead of amalgamating all the fucking time. Well, that's just it. I, it's not happening. It's not happening? Like, Katie just told me that we had an appointment to take the truck in and, and see what we get for it and talk to the dealership, and I just kind of tagged along and ask questions and yeah sure i'm here i'm listening well i'm not i'm not i'm not suggesting that you were getting rid of your truck i just know that you were looking at the idea yeah right it's like I'd, I'd still like to have a, a full-size truck yeah um just well for, that's the other thing too i mean if we're if we have a, a brewery and we're delivering no, no 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 i refuse i refuse to use a pickup truck for that what oh you want your van i want the little fucking the little, it's kind, of, kind of like a sprint, kind sprint. of like a sprinter, yeah. much much smaller. Um, I want it to look like a milk truck. Plain <laughs> simple. I want it to look like an old fifties milk truck. So, but smaller means less carrying capacity and less it's okay. delivery. I have a bunch of them. We'll have <laughs> a fleet, right? Like essentially, could you imagine a little larger than? Well, actually, like a, a mini countryman. You know the the countryman size? No. Okay, we'll bring that it up. up for you. Bring it up there. Okay, so mini. Uh, countryman. Yeah. Okay, so standard mini is uh, a few few inches shorter than this thing, right? Definitely, a few you know se- several inches to this a is foot. A, this is the countryman. This is the countryman. It's more of like an SUV. Okay. It's a mini SUV. Okay. And what do you want to do with this? I don't want to do anything with this. I'm okay. You, this is the size that I'm looking for. Right, this a fleet of these fucking things driving beer everywhere like a swarm of bees giving out. You fit like two kegs in this. <laughs> we have a specific keg delivery, right? I'm talking door to door, dropping off like a pint. Dropping off like yeah, the minimum order is like <laughs> a twelve pack of fucking liters, so twelve liters of beer. Okay, it's gonna be so much wasted time because you'll get two deliveries in and have to go all the way back to the brewery load up two more cases of beer <laughs> it holds more than a case of beer <laughs> either way this, it's bigger than this but it's smaller than a sprinter the sprinter is a fucking tall ass yeah fucking van. it's great i want to walk into the van and take a keg off out of a cage and drop sure, it off sure we can have that for sure like that would definitely be the the keg delivery uh the large order delivery and stuff right mm. uh but trying to get that through suburbia hell is brutal. The Sprinter? The Sprinter. It's the same as a, my pickup truck. Uh, and trying to drive your pickup trip, uh, truck through no suburbia problem. hell. I've been with you, and you have to pull over so people can let you pass, or, or vice versa. It's I don't have to in my car. I just drive. I just go for it. And like if they're not going to fit, and I'm not going to fit, fuck them. It's their fault for not fitting. Well, that's just attitude. That's not, <laughs> nothing to do with the vehicle. <laughs> If I get where I'm going without making contact with anything else, I'm happy. <laughs> sure. Like, uh, 
Either way. Um, I will get pissed off if I let someone through and they don't wave, though. Like, oh. a little bit of courtesy. Uh, well. A little, just a little tip of the fingers on the steering wheel. Thanks. Oh, I got a Carry tip on. of the finger right yeah. there for you. <laughs> All right. That's the one you can have. Um, okay. So I wanted to talk to you about the Twitter attack. The Twitters. The Twitters. That, what was it? There was 130 accounts that were hacked or something? Uh, High profile. And they were all the, the verified accounts. Okay. Then, so basically what happened was that the, they, someone gained access to these verified accounts. All of, like all the verified accounts that they, they could have. Was there something with the timing of this that you thought was weird? Uh, like it was right after Trump had signed something. Yeah, so, it's, he, so he signed a, a, an executive order basically stating that if you have ties to China, you're, you're basically fucked. Right? Really? They're taking it away from you. They're, they're going to put an end to it. Okay. okay? Um, and China has their hands in a lot of American pots. Yep. You can imagine. Like, the, there's things you cannot do in the NBA right now. Things yep. you can't say. Which is twisted. Very. I, I don't know. Are you familiar with the, the, the jersey ordering system? Apparently you can't oh, order you can't a jersey. Any, you can't say anything pro Hong Kong. Yeah, so you know, free Hong, free Hong Kong, Kong was not a, it was a, was a, was an illegal term to use in their online ordering system. So basically, they they blacklist certain words, right? Yeah. Like fuck, shit, cunt, whatever, right? Uh, so they don't want that type of stuff being put on their jerseys as like, oh look, but now I've got you know like you know, cunt waffle, right? That's not allowed for them. Okay. But free Hong Kong is also not allowed to them. But, yeah. But didn't they also just pass some kind of ridiculous legislation about Hong Kong in China? That well, this is why the executive order was put in place. Right. Because, like, look, you guys need to leave them the fuck alone. Right? Well, the U.S. sees that Hong Kong is going down. It's going to be part of the rest of China. There's not going to be anything resembling democracy. So they can't, they have to stop any connection to Hong Kong now because it's just going to be another part of China. Yeah. So the businesses, all that's going to be stopped. So China's fucking up a, a lot of stuff. Right? Well, they also... In, I, I heard something about in that legislation that they passed that, like, if you speak against what's happening in Hong Kong, even if you're not a citizen of China or Hong Kong, somehow they think they're going to have rights over your speech on the topic? Yep. Fuck off. Yep. Well, I, I completely agree with you on that one. Um, so so much so that uh, <laughs> it reminded me of a, of a tweet that I read this morning from uh, Ricky Gervais. Okay. Said if you if you say that you uh, you know that you defend free speech, but can't defend someone you don't disagree or that you do disagree with, right? Then you don't really defend free speech. Right. Right. Which when I read that initially, I was like, oh, well, you know, he's got a he's got a very good point that like. Free speech is essentially Free. for everybody. No matter what your opinion. Exactly. Yeah. You agree with, you don't agree with, it, end of story. Does that, and the, the, I questioned my, my, myself on this one, that does that extend to someone uh, that I very much dislike, but holds a, a very predominant you know, seat of power in the United States? I, I don't like much about Trump. Right, he's very self-centered. He doesn't really, he has no empathy for people. He has all this uh, extra shit, mm-hmm. but he has the freedom to say what he wants to say. Yeah, right. And so, if if we held 
free speech to that same regard, would there be that many orange man bad people out there with Trump derangement syndrome and whatnot? Well, yeah, because that's intentionally, that narrative is intentionally put out there in order to make people irate, to get people angry. That's the point. If they're angry, they're going to come out and vote, and then Democrats take power. Or vice versa. Right. Right. Where the Republicans in that case will keep power because of the amount of people angry of the anger. It's a double-edged sword it in either way. Yeah. Like When you make They're one party game, angry, right? you're making another party as angry in the opposition. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so back to the Twitter thing. A bunch of these blue check marks uh, started, started, started tweeting out a Bitcoin scam. Now, the Bitcoin scam itself, essentially, it, it's not about Bitcoin. Right. There's no way that, that you get Barack Obama, Joe Biden, fucking Apple, uh, Jeff Bezos, um, Elon Musk, all of their accounts started saying, hey, if you, or no, and, and Bill Gates, right? if you give me $1,000 on my Bitcoin, I will give you $2,000. That's the scam, okay? So obviously, I'm going to take $1,000, yeah. <laughs> right? Anybody who fell for that, you're a fucking dumbass. Plain and simple. What are you listening for? I'm just not hearing anything. Oh. Hello? No, you're there. Okay. You can hear me? Um, yeah. And I think I'm just a little bit quieter. Maybe it was during the the stop-off. Oh, no, it's my battery. Your battery? Oh, even better. Well, I can get you a couple of batteries while we do this. Batteries are good. Anyhow, so... What was I saying? Oh, yeah, so... They're the not going to tweet out... Bitcoin scams. So the Bitcoin scam it had nothing to do with Bitcoin. Right? No, it's just to demonstrate how how, how much power they had. Yeah. How how vulnerable you were. Yeah. Right? You think you're safe? Watch this. You know, there there's absolutely no way that um that right. this would have been Bitcoin at all if all of those accounts could then immediately do something like they did in the was it the Associated Press that was uh um, uh, there, there was something that happened in the in. Um, uh, the year on Twitter. Yeah, there was something that happened where uh, a notification went went uh, went out. And the stock market fucking just dropped, right? Okay. And I think it was 2013 was when it happened. Um, 2013, 2000. Silence. Um. Tim Pool had talked about it, and I, I didn't really go too much into it myself. But uh, the Associated Press. Uh, what? Told us that Barack Obama had been injured in an explosion at the White House. The tweet was fake. The product of a hack. But given the events in Boston last week, the news spread like wildfire, generating more than 4,000 retweets. 
So this was around the, the Boston Marathon bombing? So according to the Financial Times, that one tweet sent shockwaves through the stock market, causing the S&P 500 to decline 0.9%, enough to wipe out $130 billion worth of stock. Yeah, that seems like a glaring issue. Yes. So if, if one account, one hacked Associated Press account, says that Barack Obama has been injured in the explosion in the White House, can cause $130 billion to swap hands. To just be Cause it, deleted? It all, it all, no, it says deleted. It swaps hands. When something catastrophic happens, there are automated systems in place to sell stock. Right? So when one thing starts selling it, they all start selling it because they're all looking for the same dip. So, so as soon as it starts dropping, it drops... You know, so it's all code. It's yes. all software. So these automatic triggers are in place, and they sell. And, like, the ticker would has this massive drop. And then there are other tickers that are in place of, if you see something this low, buy it. And then she goes... Now, they're not the same people. So when it drops all the way down, and then comes right back up... That just swapped hands. $130 billion swapped hands in 2013. Automatically because of this tweet. Yeah. Now, you get Barack Obama's account, Biden's account, Apple's account, Bezos' account, Bill Gates' account, Elon Musk, and they're all saying Trump has been assassinated. If that were... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. Right? All those... Their followers would be like, "Holy shit! Trump has been assassinated." Retweet, and that's Cascade also effect. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just gonna explode. For them to just do a Bitcoin scam off of those accounts and not fuck with the uh, the actual economy, it was just a warning. It's a warning shot. Yeah. There's absolutely no way that this was just trying to get thousand dollars from certain people. This was. We own you. Pay attention. Yeah. Smarten the fuck up, because we will take you down. Now, Amanda had actually brought something to my attention. Where it was really funny that she asked me, which apparently I'm now the source of uh, her, her information for when it comes to whether or not there are conspiracy theories. Okay? <laughs> like, well, conspiracies are real, <laughs> but proving them is not so easy. Sure. Uh, is China... Uh, completely doing this to attack the states. All of it. Was this an orchestrated thing? Like, this is something I would come up with. Different stages of an attack? Yeah. Between coronavirus... If you think of of the uh, Sun Tzu art of war. Yeah. Okay? You knock out communications, you, you know, you break up the, the, you know, the, the, the interior... You, you make it so that the interior doesn't trust the exterior. <laughs> like it, you, these are all tactical advances from the art of war. Yeah. So how is this not China attacking the world? We lost the ability to know what's actually going on in China once the world start, they started getting hit with the COVID uh, reports. Yeah, they shut everything out because they're 
Like how they claim that it, their coronavirus death stopped at 80,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure thing, buddy. Sure, but let's assume that it did. They got their 80,000. Sorry, that was an air quotes. <laughs> they got their, quote, 80,000. Yes. Right? And there's no information coming out of China at this point. How do we know that this was not an orchestrated attack on the rest of the world? Giving them the opportunity to take Hong Kong. Giving them the opportunity to take Taiwan. South China Sea. Like, these are all the things that they're trying to do already. Yeah. Right? Now they're doing it undercover. They're doing it while everyone's fucking distracted. Yeah. So, she asked me... Is there some kind of conspiracy theory that you know of that this is happening? And all I get to look at is is Justin Trudeau saying we need to make sure that our borders to this, you know, for America are still. We will closed. continue to support Canadians. Right here's your LGBT flag. I'm a know, big fan on. of uh, dictatorships because they can make decisions without worrying about other people. Yeah, you know, it's like like I'm I'm getting a little tired of taking a dick in the ass from our from our current government. Um, but in the same well, case, conspir- or not conspiracy, but uh, corruption case after corruption case after yeah. corruption case. No, no, we scan. There, there is a point where you have to accept that um, that's the way business works, right? Like this concept of, of the charity that his family's involved with, and yeah. uh, yes, obviously, had he gone ahead and said, "Hey, you know, if you don't know that my family's involved in this charity and I'm fucking pushing them up the list, then there's something wrong with you." Right, because it is well known that his family is involved with them. Yeah. Right, but for us to go, wait a minute, you were, you want these, you want we to get a whole bunch of money, and but your family's involved. Like, yeah, they're on the fucking ledger. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, there is some nepotism, but they're still doing some good stuff. I still believe in them. In we. In we. Okay. So I'm not as pissed off about that part of it. I'm pissed off about the reporting of it. They're like, oh, you know, how come you didn't say anything? Well. Because he didn't have to say anything. They're, well, he kind of did. He did. Well, yeah. He also brought it to like. It's like, look, I'm already involved, but he didn't go publicly with the "I'm already involved." Mm-hmm. Just as it was coming along, that's the way it went, right? But so, like, I'm I'm not but angry. What's at, the at, issue? Like, the issue is that his family members made a bunch of money from this organization. Yeah. And then his government called the organization to give them a bunch a of money. million dollars. Yeah. So it's not like they're getting currently paid, if, even if they were, right? But they they were paid for speaking engagements in the past. Yeah. And so he gave them money. But then he also claimed that they're the only organization that can possibly use this money properly to distribute. If he believes that, fine, right? I can't. I, I'm not there there's for a, that part of the conversation. Yeah, but there's, there are more than likely there's tons of other that already ones. does that. Right, there's another. There's already another organization that gets funding for Canada Summer Jobs. Okay. So he's just giving this organization money after they give his family. It does seem. It, 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 it does seem like a. Um, it's corrupt. It, yeah, it does seem like it's 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 a corrupt thing. But again, that's the way business works, right? You know, you grease the palms of these people, and then you get some extra things. And that's that's how the the charitable organization would have started that that whole thing. Like, hey, we want your wife and your child to help us, right? And he's like, oh, all right. Well, what do you want in return? Well, maybe you ship us some of that fucking money that you've been giving the other people, 
These are both charitable organizations we're talking about here. They both have to deal on fucking finances, right? Income in equals funding towards programs in both cases. So if the government were to choose a new one every year or a new one every four years or a new one every ten years, fine. Just fund them for a certain period of time. You're, the government can give money to whomever they fucking feel it. The fact that it does seem shady, well, again, everything is shady at this point. So why is this any different? Well, you know, it reminds me of, of the fact of, you know, the Mount Rushmore was on stolen land. Again, air quotes, stolen land. Like, it it was stolen many times over, right? Yeah. The people who had it prior to right now stole it from the previous people and in a much, much mass, you know, like, disgusting massacre way. And then they did it before then, and they did it before then. So constantly stolen land in that case. But if you're like, well, now because you're white... Fuck you, right? You're in the wrong. You took it from uh, from the natives. Well, I'm sorry, well, but those natives took it from previous natives. Why aren't they in the wrong, right? Well, how many years ago was it that Bernie was at that same location giving a speech and talking about how this is our history and we should be all we should all be super proud of this and mm-hmm. all that and it's reported. Well, that's the, the hypocritical part. Yeah, right? and then Trump does it and it's reported a different way. Yeah, um, you know, like we we get into to specific areas where the media itself swinging whatever we're hearing is the bigger problem than what is actually happening right so trudeau giving money to from one charity to another okay yes it probably was a shady deal but it's money going to a charity for summer programs right right so is that a bad thing in the end probably not the fact that one program is no longer funded from the government for, for this year, fine. They might get it back next year. Who knows? It might just be a one-year, one-year back and forth. All we've seen right now is the reporting of, well, you were bribed, essentially, to, to give them this this contract. Right. Right. That's all we're seeing because that's what was reported on. So that's why I'm not angry about that, but I'm angry at the fact that that's how it was reported on. Right. Why, did, why is it... Like, why can't we just have a truthful fucking, like, non political narrative just give me the facts you can't everyone's bought and paid for like each I, different I would outlet. rather have news just here are the facts it, it, it comes back down to my, my statement of uh, you know when somebody wants to get elected here are all the skeletons in my closet right just done I want you to you know to elect me yeah right Here's all the information that came out. I'm not going to give you any other opinion. It's just, here's bullet points of everything that happened. As far as I remember, this is everything. So, that would be be nicer to see. But, um, as for the, the, the Twitter crap, right? The China is messing with everybody right now. So, how is it not possible that China is deliberately messing with everybody. And there's the theory. (laughs) The conspiracy theory that makes me look like a tinfoil hat guy. That how is this not possible? Like, there have been now two cases of the bubonic plague found fucking in China. In China. Yeah. Right? So they tried it with COVID. Now let's try it with the bubonic plague and see what goes on. Well, that would seem, seem like a poor strategy if they've already got borders shut down well very much so covid maybe maybe bubonic plague was the first one they tried it just took this long to get there 
to spread through the population. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is I got no tr- no truth behind that one whatsoever. No, uh, all I'm all I'm suggesting is nobody can trust what what's happening with China. No, obviously. And anybody who's reporting anything otherwise can't be trusted as well. That you can trust China, really? Show me some proof that why I can tr- trust them now. Yeah. Right. Because now I don't trust you. Yeah, and I don't have anything off the top of my head, but like Trudeau has been pro-China for a long time since he started campaigning yep. to become prime minister. Yeah, he and Winnie the Pooh have been walking hand in hand for a while. Yeah, he's jealous of the Chinese government because they can make choices and turn the country on a dime and there's no discussion, you just do what you're told. You know, That's what he's looking for. Um, Young Castro and whatever, our prime minister. Yeah, it's it's getting pretty sad right now that uh, the the people who I can trust are the ones who seemed to me to be more conspiracy theorist and way more critical of the world than I used to be. Now I don't think that I I've become anything really like them, but they're the ones that I trust the information from because anything else just seems like bullshit. Well, it's when it's so obvious in any from any media source that they're biased and they're bought and paid for. How do you find the the truth? Well, the, this is why I, I prefer the, the smaller people, right? The independents. The independents. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't trust the corporate news anymore. Well, they all. The, can the independents even do news, or do they just report on how news is being biased? Well, that's that's mainly what we're seeing. You're right. Like Tim Poole usually just reads articles he goes through other news sources yeah. and breaks them down. This is how they're lying to you. Oh, Cuomo was never actually in quarantine. He was never actually sick. Yeah, because it's it's acting. Mm-hmm. It's stage acting. The whole the whole thing's a show. So it's it's all um, fucking stupid. Yeah, unfortunately, um, like I try to find balanced news sources, but it's it's becoming more and more difficult to do so. Uh, what one of the the problems that uh, that I have is that I cannot find a a, a liberal Democrat left leaning news source. That those were those were commas, not in, in court. You know, not one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I can't find a news source or just some breakdown from that side of the world that makes sense to me. Who's in the center that's critiquing everything? Uh, I think the the closest one right now is Joe Rogan. Yeah. Anytime he brings someone on, and he's not even a news guy, he's just having some current affair, and they break down whatever it is, regardless of of who his guest is. If they start talking about current affairs, he is the most centralist that I can find, who will help describe what's going on. And if there's any, if there's any like left-wing nuts right now they're screaming at you he's all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're in their own car yeah um, made by capitalism well go just feel free to drive that car off a cliff uh, here i am ostracizing <laughs> listeners <laughs> <laughs> oh man um no like tim pool has moved i don't even know has he moved I, i'm gonna okay so i'm gonna say that he he's a he he 
he's he's in, in involving more of a right like a right wing style to him Is than he? he used to. Okay. Have okay. you seen it? Um, like you're watching him doing his solo show, but have you seen him with the other guy? His IRL. Yes. Okay. I just started listening or watching those um, a couple of days ago, actually. And, the and guy what, what is, is his like, name? Andrew? Chris? No. What I'm is, not even sure. Uh, you gotta make but me look it up. He's he, he he. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of it, but some of them he he's mentioned how like he looks like this like uber ve- vegan lefty. Character. Well, he is left. There, yeah. there was a, there was an episode that they just did where it was. Uh, but where is the it? Tuke has got to be like their yeah. They 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 share tukes. <laughs> uh, where the fuck is it? Shit. Oh, let me think it's funny. Tim, Tim Pool looks like my old supervisor. <laughs> uh, something along the lines of. Ooh, leftist says that he's going to vote for Trump or yes, something like that. and that went and, crazy, right? Yeah, and then everybody fucking. And and everyone lost their fucking minds, and like and deleted his video off his fuck off uh, yeah. Facebook yeah. and. Um, see now I got to figure out what the hell his name is, right? So I, I don't I don't want to play yet, guys. I don't want to play yet. Where is it? Uh, you know what the sad part is? Oh, it's Ad Adam what if the something. Is already over. Because they've got their at Timcast at Adam you know, like, Cricket. Yeah, right. The okay. credits are rolling, okay. and that's why everything's getting crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, you, maybe. You, you, have you played Civilization? I haven't, no. So, in, in Civilization, there's multiple ways to get a victory. For those that aren't familiar, it's a video game where you literally start... Copyrighted like, material. You know, nomadic This is a 25-minute video. I'm not going to play 25 minutes of it, by the way. Civilizations, and you go to war, whatever. But... There's several ways I've been watching play. a lot of this. There's like a okay. space race okay. victory where you can go and... And, and uh, they've got matching uh, foam behind them. I know, I just need more <laughs> blue. Oh, I got a little bit you of You got blue. some blue. Yeah. Looks good. Um, and what looks like floor tiles. It is. Stapled to the it wall. Is. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been watching a little bit more of his his IRL. Not very well done, actually. No, the flooring. Maybe the we should ask walls. him if he if he wants somebody to come and do it properly. I could we'll, fix that. We'll go in. Um, yeah, but I've been watching a, a couple more of those that you know more recently, and uh, the breakdown of how it's 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 very similar how I feel that I have to defend Trump against stupidity. And then I end up looking like a pro-Trump guy. And I'm not pro-Trump. Yeah, I'm just anti-stupidity. I've gotten that when I was asking questions about people's bad behavior on the left. I'm like, yeah. oh, what are you, a pro-Trump guy now? That's, like, that's not an argument. That's not what I said. Not, like, yeah. it, and that's the other thing, because I, I, I did something similar, and I, I sent you the link where I asked uh, of my Facebook peoples, um, of anybody who was going to be listening at that point, like, what's more important come November? That America gets fixed that Trump is fired. Because those are not mutually exclusive. Right. Right? Like, you can have both. You can have neither. Right? Right? Or you can have one or the other. Right? It, do- it doesn't matter. But immediately, it can't be fixed if he's in office. Yeah. Well, then, why? But he, because he's already Trump. been presented as evil. So, anyone that is believing that narrative... Has already decided he's the he's the problem. He They're is the problem. Not going to think any so, deeper than that. <clears throat> I also added at the end, there will be a why, so be prepared. Okay, and the the one person who responded uh, immediately stepped into it, 
with all of that. Yeah. And I tried to ask him, like, how do you explain all of this? If you get rid of him, how, like, you immediately have America fixed? Is that what it is? If he's the problem, right, how was he involved in New York, New Jersey, Minneapolis, Florida, like, all of that? How is he that problem? How is he the Portland problem? He's been the scapegoat for every problem in the country for right. the last four years. Just explain that to me. Yeah. It, and he couldn't do that. And at one point, or actually two two points in the conversation, he's like, "Well, we're obviously not going to disagree because you don't you know you don't listen to reason." Where's the reason? You haven't given me any. <laughs> like that, that, that's the problem. It's that now There's, I there is no argument there. I I'm trying I, I'm trying to defend a position that I didn't even make. Yeah. Right. I asked you to 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 make a statement. And actually make a good statement and defend it. And all you did was come in here, spew some shit. Orange man bad. Orange man bad, and then walk the fuck out, right? And blame me for being the one in the yeah. wrong. Like, how am I in the wrong? I didn't even make a statement. I asked you a question. And so I then, um, you know, left that alone. Like, we left in good terms. Like, it's like we are, we're not going to be able to... Or I think he, he said it as, I don't find this, uh, you know, discussion worthy anymore. So, you know, it's like, all right, I'm out, right? And it's like, he said, have a good one. I'm like, you too. That's it. That's yeah. all I left. I didn't, I didn't want to go any further with it. At which point, I got another message continuing that thread. Oh, did, there was more to that? There was, somebody else came in. Okay. So this other guy comes in. Um, and, oh, it, and I, had a, I, hadn't, I hadn't anticipated him coming in. Uh, but I, he got a job in Seattle, so, eh, probably. Uh Anyhow, so he's uh, he comes in and he says uh, the first thing he says is Black Lives Matter is not an organization, and I'm like, what? well, like we did talk about Black Lives Matter for a little bit right, okay. in, the, in the previous conversation, but it was that uh, I said that the you know that BLM because uh, how, how did the question like the question was in that case that. Is BLM? No, it, it, how, how come Trump condemns BLM and, and but not uh, Nazis and whatnot and uh, Confederates? I'm like, they they were all condemned. He was condemning everybody from the extremes on both sides. BLM, uh, I, I listed them all. Yeah. Um, and then he said, but there were good people in between who were actually doing what they were supposed to be doing, right? right. And then, so that got uh, you know interjected much much later. Uh, BLM isn't an organization. Um, I, and so I responded to that one with, okay, so they are led by Marxist, uh, you know, uh, Mar Marxist... Marxist trained. Tra yeah, Marxist trained people yeah. who in the, that communicate via social media uh, and, and technologies, right? If only there was a word for, a, for something that organized like that, like an organization, <laughs> you know, like, come on, guy. Um, any, and then Any I, response? Uh, well, he he eventually did respond, but then I I responded lastly with like, look, please, if you're going to do this, don't hijack somebody else's thread. Like, bring your own thread to this, right? Where's the rest of that thread, though? Uh, well, I I will get there in a second. Okay. So, um, I politely asked, you know, please don't hijack somebody else's. Let's have a, a civil conversation. And I said I'd, I'd like to have a civil dis a discourse with this. I'd rather it not be mob rule. Because as soon as you have two people in one thread, or sorry, three people in one thread, yeah, right? it's ganging up. It's ganging up. Yeah. Everyone's blah, blah blah blah, right? So I'd rather have this as a civil discourse. Please make your own thread. We'll discuss it there, right? 
At which point he responded again and tried to break me into it again. So I deleted all his uh, all, all his posts. Break you into it? What do you mean? Like he just tried to rip whatever, like you know this this Trump thing, this that here lie, blah blah. I'm like, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm sorry. If you're not going to do what I politely asked you to do, which is start a new fucking thread that answers the previous question of what's more important. Right. Separate conversation. Right. So start there. And if and he chose to not do that, so I deleted all of his shit. I'm like, if you're not going to do what I asked you to do, fuck off. I'm not interested in talking with you. Right? Not that he was bringing much to the table anyhow, other than it's not an organization. You can't call it an organization. It's a movement. Like, it's, a movement doesn't have people in charge. Right. There are people in charge of Black Lives Matter. It's, yeah, it's called the Democrats. It, well, it, Democrats, it's called the uh, the actual organizing members. Yeah. Right. The train, Anytime you train have someone who's, well, Antifa's involved. Uh, yeah. Um, which is actually one of those other organizations. And if you say that Antifa is not an organization, well, again, they have meetings and they have training. Yeah. So and so organized. You, that's organized, right? Um, anytime that there is somebody who schedules something, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's an organization. Um, now. The the problem that we currently have um, with social media is, is uh, one of the last things that I wanted to talk about. Actually, before I talk about how we're going to fix it, I don't know if you if you're aware of this, but Twitter's dev account came out saying that they were going to make some changes in their internal dev structure. What does that mean? Um, so that if it, I don't know if I got, if I'm, it's worthwhile bringing up the tweet, but essentially it's like we're no longer going to call it man hours. We're going to call it people hours, right? We're not going to call this this. It's going to be called that, right? Things that have nothing to do with anybody else other than the development team, and they went public on their on their Twitter account to show how virtuous they are. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They need to stop that shit. Like seriously, put an end to that bullshit. Like it, unless I work for your dev department, that makes no change in my life at all. All you're doing is saying, "Look how awesome I am." Yeah. The we are we are amazing. You can we are your friends. We are good people. We are good people who change things for the different. <laughs> like it's not even changing it for the better. Calling something man hours and or you know or, or people hours doesn't do anything, right? Like, this is how they're going to refer to... We don't to like to say mankind. We say people kind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yay. It, it just became really stupid. Yay, he said stuff. Uh, so, yeah, like I, I got really pissed off about that one, but uh, the the future of social media, apparently, uh, as soon as this hack came down, they, they realized that they have a problem, that uh, it was, according to the, 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 the chain of, of whatever... Um, someone had admitted that they got access to a Twitter admin tool. Okay. They paid somebody who works for Twitter, gave them access to an admin tool, which granted them access to everybody's accounts. And that's how this hack happened? And that's how they're saying this hack happened. Wow. Well, when uh, when you've got the financial power that China does, you can pay anybody. Sure. Um, but not just that, but like the the fact that 
why does some Joe Schmo have access to everybody's information? Everybody's a Joe Schmo. Right? Like, there, there's specific rules when it comes down to having private information on, in, a, in software, right? And normally, it's a very minimal amount of people have access to the worst possible data. Right? Okay. Yeah. Like, you don't want everyone to have access to credit card information. You want maybe one person to have access to a database that has access to credit card information. Right. Maybe one person. <laughs> like, you might not even want that person to have access to that. Somehow, somehow safeguard it with various codes and stuff, and or give them know. half of access. Yeah. Right. And then so another person. Two people need to be there with their separate codes, and at the sure, same time. Sure. Yeah. The the biggest problem with computer security is that people are always the weak link. Always. Right. Um, the, there's uh, a big problem with that. And so at one point, Tim Pool and uh, and uh, what was it uh, the Adam? Adam Krigler, they had mentioned in their show that you know this would be a point where where the FBI would take over, right? They they would pull all of the uh, they would take Twitter and make it accessible for everyone. Stop the uh, the other shit that they're doing with uh, you know. Um, Censoring and, and permitting. So such take Twitter federal. Yeah. How would that work out? Well, it would be a platform in that case. Not a yeah, publisher. but Twitter isn't a national. No, thing. they would, Twitter they is would just take it. So each country takes their version of Twitter. I sure. I I would imagine that the United States would just give it to the rest of the world. They'd grant access to it to the rest of the world. You'd be following under American law, though. So if you said anything against Trump, you, they could probably send your if local you, if police. If it was like a you. direct threat, yeah. How does that work? If someone in Pakistan makes a threat against Trump, how was the local authority? They, they in would Pakistan they would alert the local authorities. It's the same way they, they would they, have no jurisdiction to. No, but it's the same way they do the uh, the India scams, right? Where the call centers call Canadian people. They they send the local Indian police after them. It's just whether or not that ever happens is one thing, or the efficiency of it. Hmm. Right. Well, because there were at one time there was a, a Twitter issue that people in various countries, including Canada, got a message from Twitter that they violated Pakistan's blasphemy laws. What? The that's that's the thing that when it comes to the internet, it's it's where the server lies. Yeah. So if the server sits in, you know, uh, in a country that has a lower uh, age of majority or age of consent, mm-hmm. right, then technically talking to a 13-year-old, as long as that, that country thinks that, that 13-year-old's of, a, of age, you're not breaking any laws, yes. right? If you're... Um, you know, if if you're if the server's in a country that uh, has uh, a, a hate speech law, then saying anything against the hates you know a, a, a protected minority, uh, or just saying anything at all that can be construed as hate speech, could land you in prison because the server's there. 
No, it's even, all, even if you're not in the same country. Even if you're not in the same country. You're, you're, you're using a server that's in a country that has protected What server. choice do you have if you're just on the internet and somehow you route it to that server? I don't know. You don't. <laughs> it's, it's what you have. Like, Twitter right now is in the States, right? But until they start doing things like cloud computing and whatnot, well, where are you actually? Right. Right? Like, Google might own something in India, but is the property that it's on American soil? Or is it Indian soil? Right. You know, like, we, we have a, a big problem here that the real world and the, the, the virtual world on the Internet aren't the same worlds. Yet we try to... Uh, to enforce real-world law on the internet doesn't work out very well. Doesn't work out at all. And then you guys, so, you know, guys like Elon Musk are like, "Well, let's let's take it globally. Everyone gets internets. You know, like he becomes the Oprah of internet. You get an internet, and you get an internet, and you get an internet." Which, on the surface, is a good thing that everyone has access to information, whether or not the government approves of that. I don't know, right? Like, there are governments in the world that don't want their, like, North Korea, right? They don't want their populace having information. True. And they're going to start shooting down satellites so you, above their... So on the surface, it seems like a good thing to have access brought to those people. and As long as you fall under the same belief system, yeah. Right? It, Maybe like, not good for Kim Jong-un. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like um, it's it's a whole new can of worms. It is. It is essentially like cause what you're saying is that I believe in this this system, right? And everybody should have the freedom of speech, and everybody should have the the access to the information, and everybody is equal. And then you go to a place like uh, Middle East. Um, give me any place out there. I think Saudi Arabia is still one of those ones where women are not equal. And slavery is okay. Right? Like it's, it, that is definitely not okay. But in their society, it's still seen as okay. They haven't adapted the slavery is fucking garbage. Right? They haven't adapted that everybody is equal. That homosexuality is just, just sex. Just let people have sex, right? Like, if they want to do someone, do something, right? Don't care. Consensually. Well, obviously. Yeah. Well, obvious to us, but... No, I meant obvious is what I meant. Yes. Right? Okay. Um, you know, what, what was that Louis C.K. thing? Is uh, uh, There's never any reason to rape someone unless you want to really... Or if you, you really want to have sex with someone and they don't want to, then it's okay to rape <laughs> them because... Otherwise, it's not rape. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but it's <laughs> poorly, maybe. I don't no, know. no, it don't was know. The, that, that was the, the that whole was the point. Of the joke. That was the, just the joke. Is that like the only time rape is okay is if you're actually raping someone. Otherwise, you should just have sex with people. Right? <laughs> Otherwise, don't have sex with them. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a twisted roundabout way to <laughs> to not say what you're saying. Very much so. Um, yeah, but to to bring a a globalized Twitter. Uh, it would have to be stored in the states. It would have to be stored, you know, to in, follow the states' rules. Yeah, because they're the only country, the only country with freedom of speech. Yeah, they're the only country who will not fucking uh, black bag you, right? 
Not yet. They're working on it. Well, they're they're apparently doing it in Portland. Sorry, the feds are black bagging people in the streets. And what was that for? Why why did the feds come into Portland? Well, because they were destroying federal buildings. So to protect those federal buildings, which the municipal, the local, the, yeah, the locals weren't doing it. So they brought the feds in to protect that building. So the local, the local government and the state government were not protecting the federal building, federal buildings from protesters and rioters. Yes. So, so they brought the feds in to protect that property. And so now the left is saying that oh, this is proof of Trump's Gestapo, basically, right? Yes. Because he's protecting property that belongs to the federal right. government. And what were the protesters doing that... Setting the building on fire. I know you're just asking me to I'm say, asking you to spell you it out because... You don't I have don't, to... Spe- you can spell it out. I can't, though. I haven't, I haven't actually <laughs> okay, seen so everything... What was happening is that they're waiting outside of the, the building itself with a hammer, like this one, one case, okay? Waiting for them to pop their head out the door so they can ambush them. The, the, federal, uh, the federal agents behind the door, right, coming outside... And Antifa assholes are standing outside with a hammer, trying to attack them as they open the door. Right? Hmm, that sounds peaceful, doesn't it? Yeah. Right? Peaceful protests don't include anything violent. Uh, period. Well, that's like that. There was a a headline that was. It said something like twenty-seven <laughs> killed in peaceful protests. In peaceful protests. What? Uh, that's a commonality. You're not sure? That's normal. You know, that's how that works. That's how that works. exactly how that works. Fucking. Uh, a lot of people die at peaceful protests, so that's the normal now. That's the new normal. Is dying it was a hot peaceful. day and they yeah. were dehydrated. They're, they're, all, they're all dead due to uh, COVID. Sorry, COVID. COVID. They had no. They you had, can't get COVID at protests. No, they had trace amounts, so now it's a COVID death. Oh. Um, they all were were de- death by dehydration, but because there was COVID in their body, COVID death. We are jaded. Oh, man, are we ever? <laughs> um, so anyhow, yeah, throwing uh, fireworks, bombs, Molotovs, all of this like homemade bombs, which essentially fireworks wrapped up so in these, stuff. There's a lot of these kids that think they're revolutionaries that are just going to go to prison for a long time. Uh, I would hope so because yeah. that would definitely put a, put a, a stop to this shit. Yeah. Right? Like, you go ahead, call them freedom fighters all you want, but what freedom are you actually yeah, they're fighting, fighting for? against freedom. Yeah, like you're anti-freedom, anti-freedom fighters. If you're honest, honestly fighting American soil, which stands for freedom, you are anti-freedom fighters. Yeah. What was I? I oh, uh, Bitcoin. That was something I was going to bring up. Um, how do you feel about Bitcoin? How do I feel about yeah, Bitcoin? Like, do you use Bitcoin for anything? Are you, do you I, hold any Bitcoin? So there, there's a problem with Bitcoin in, in Canada right now, I think. Really? You can't sell it. You can buy as much as you want, but nobody's fucking... You can't use it as currency? You can trade it with people, but you can't sell it. So if you buy a bunch of Bitcoin... Uh, you're essentially sitting on stock. Okay. Oh, okay. And you can use that stock if somebody takes Bitcoin as uh, a, a means of, of payment. Okay. So let's say that I have a store and I'll take cash, credit card, and Canadian, Canadian funds, American funds, whatever, and Bitcoin. Okay. I won't take rupees. Right. I won't take the euro. 
but I'll take Bitcoin and American, U.S., and credit card. Okay? Okay. You can buy $10,000 in Bitcoin. Okay? It's a stock for you at that point. And you're playing the stock market in that game. But you can also use it in your wallet. So you, you, know, you have some Bitcoin in your wallet and you use to transfer some of that for something you purchase at my store. So now that, that money from your Bitcoin wallet goes to my Bitcoin wallet. Right. But both of, your, both of you being in Bitcoin are subject to game. the changes in the yeah. value of Bitcoin. Yeah. So what do you think of having Bitcoin at a brewery? Not worth the risk? Uh, well, we could take Bitcoin as a source of payment, but then we can't cash it out afterwards. Because we can't sell it right now. Right. Why is that? That's, you said it's, it's a just, problem in Canada? Yeah. Uh, right. Like for the last time I checked, it was within the last year where uh, selling Bitcoin, like there, there are no apps that will let you do it. So it, until we are able to offload Bitcoin, I wouldn't be interested in taking yeah. it as a source of payment. Because the other, the other problem with it too is that you're looking at really the most valuable bitcoins are solid bitcoins uh, one whole bitcoin from start to finish you own that people are interested okay you well, what's own, one bitcoin worth right now it's the problem owning a bitcoin versus owning the value of a bitcoin are two different things you are owning a bunch like, it's basically uh, give you the, the easiest breakdown you buy Bud from somebody, or you buy Shake from somebody. Okay, and the Shake being part of. That's yeah. yeah. It's it's the equivalent of a Bitcoin, but it's all. So shake. how do you own a Bitcoin then? You Is there a physical you buy Bitcoin, it or you mine it? Oh, you make it. Yeah. So you need some ridiculous computing power to do that right now. Yeah, and not a lot of people are doing it right Good. now. It actually uh, it made a huge fluctuation in the. Uh, the graphics processing. Uh, so people would be buying graphics cards. Just to mine Bitcoin. Just to mine Bitcoin. Wow. Because a GPU is much faster and more uh, uh, at, at solving equations than a CPU. Huh. But yeah. Um, like I don't, I don't mind the idea. Um, I definitely wouldn't be doing like a uh, an ICO, right? Where you like, hey, buy Bitcoin in my company. And that's not something I'd, I'd want to do. No. Um, yeah, like that. That was a, a thing for a while, where people would just make their own Bitcoin, their their own their crypto, own version, their own version of Bitcoin. Ethereum, and yeah. And so, then you could buy that in order to buy stock in in a company, because again, it's the stock market essentially just for cryptocurrency. Right. So, uh, when people dump it, the value goes down. When people buy it, the value goes up. Right. So that's why you see. The, the, the star you know, the ticker going up or down right that graph is essentially the same as the stock market when people are buying and selling stocks hmm. well there you go but until we're able to offload it I don't think it would be something that I want to include just for that simple fact that we can't offload it it's a stock that we're stuck with right so we put all if you so is there true value if you can't do anything with it zero yeah. there is no value in any cryptocurrency you can't exchange it for anything. 
So in Canada, and that's because Canada has made laws against it. No, I just don't think it's actually passed all the appropriate laws for for us to be able to do anything in the in the Canadian like the TSC or whatever, right? Mm. So our stock exchange won't let you offload this stuff or whatever it happens to be the real reason. I just know that the apps that I had, and I only bought $5 worth of Bitcoin. Just to test it. Just to see what it was like. Yeah. Right? Um, and the, like, I bought it from a machine. Like, I was at a bar in, in Waterloo, and it was like, you could buy Bitcoin. I'm like, I have a $5 bill. I'll buy $5 worth of Bitcoin. Right. And that was like point zero 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 one. Yeah, it was worth. It was. It wasn't Two. much. It was five dollars <laughs> worth of Bitcoin. Um, at which point, it it climbed all the way up to twenty three dollars. I was like, "This is awesome!" And I'm like, "Where do I sell it?" And it's like, "You can't sell in Canada." Um, and it's like, "Well, that's not good. that's not awesome at all." And then I watched it start to trickle downwards, and it was worth eighteen dollars. I'm like, I need a place to offload this. I'm like, just to spend it. I, I need to get rid of my Bitcoin, you know. And I even talked to some people who also owned Bitcoin. I'm like, you give me fifteen dollars right now, and I will just transfer you all of my Bitcoin. Right? <laughs> They're like, no, no, keep it. It's going to go up again. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I just want to offload it. Um, eventually. Um, when it was back down to five dollars, right? Yeah, um, I donated it to Tim Pool. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> win. Yeah. It's a win for Tim. I just sent it to him. It's like uh, this was before he got all crazy. Like all I, crazy? Well, I, I'm calling him. This is the crazy Tim Pool. This is the the conspiracy. Well, this is what theorist. happens when you you're so deep into how corrupt it, it yeah. is right now. But the, this like. I started watching him before he got like this. Yeah. Right? Like, if you go back a year, uh, maybe a little more than a year ago, uh, and start watching some of his videos, he doesn't act like this. Right? And now he's just like, he's gotten jaded as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't can't read and see as much as he's seeing and not be jaded by it. It's, It's definitely... De- definitely a uh, a changer, a game changer when you're in in so you're so close. And and he used to be like a, a you know on the ground journalist and going to like Sierra Leone and stuff like that. Yeah, seeing and, and, shit when you shouldn't see. Living in America, he's jaded. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What do we have for time? Oh, it's a good question. It's uh well. Oh yeah, definitely. Right Tell you what. Now is definitely a good time to close it off. We've already picked some brews for uh, for Wednesday and future, so we're good there. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have some updates for for future recordings, right? Maybe we'll do some interviews, right? Um, may, maybe we'll uh, get get some collaborations with some other podcasters. Sure, yeah. See how that sounds goes. good. We're gonna gonna back off on the wireless right now. Go back to our, our equipment until we can actually afford it. Yeah. Right? It's a good like, test. It's, uh, for the future, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Down maybe maybe we'd, we'd get you a, a Bob Barker mic. <laughs> right? If you'd rather hold on to the Bob Barker mic, we can do that for you instead of a face mic. Or maybe just for the third person, for the, for the guest. Absolutely. Um, but, it, yeah, so definitely, um, hey, help us out. Help us get there. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I don't ask for much. 
But uh, all the money that you can give me, just give me money. I think that's fair enough. Aspect. Speaking to our millions and millions of fan. Oh, millions of fan. <laughs> Um, yeah, so thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we will see you, uh, what is it, Wednesday during our... Uh, the 22nd. The, whatever that happens to be. Brewcast. We will see you on Wednesday when we brew the Hobgoblin Dark Ale. Catch you later. Bye. <laughs>